So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Working Alaska, where we build context around the businesses and the local entrepreneurs in Alaska. Uh, I'm the host, Alex, the real estate dude, and today we're sitting with 203 Kombucha. Yep, uh, I'm David Bortz, here owner and uh, operator of 203 Kombucha. Um, we're on the uptown end of Palmer, so the thriving new area of town. Not the downtown, the uptown. Not downtown, uptown is the way to be. I like it. Um, so today we're going to talk about who he is, we're going to talk about the plan and the business, or for the business of 203 Kombucha, as far as what you can expect from them in the community, and then we're going to get into a little bit of the business side as far as marketing and how he drives business and growth and stuff like that uh, on the back end of the, of the show. Ready to jump into it? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So I want the nitty gritty. Like, what makes you, you? Like, where were you born? How'd you get started? How, what's the whole picture? Yeah, I'm, I am uh, pretty much a diehard uh, beachside Southern California okay. guy. Okay. Um, like a surfer dude? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> surf inspired art all over this place. Um, I go to yeah, Indonesia, surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I started a skateboard company when I was in high school called Lucker okay. Skateboards. And uh, that was the beginning of the entrepreneurially thing. So right away. Like right away. In high school, you started. You were ready. Do some math, people. That's a lot of but <laughs> You look young. <laughs> well, yeah, shave. It's all tips. But, um, no, so skateboarding is a part of what you do in California. Okay. It's great yep. Yep. every day of the year. And I lived about 45 minutes away from the beach. So okay. as soon as you turn 16, you can drive to the beach with your friends. So we would go camping nice. at the beach mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. And between surfing and skateboarding, um, I you know, basically had a full schedule. Okay. And that led me to going to school in Santa Barbara, okay. college, where you can still surf and skateboard, maintaining the skateboard company the whole time. Okay. Transitioned a little bit. Was matured, it successful? Matured. Skateboard company enough to keep you going at least. I think it was successful in its in its aim to teach an individual what to do. I, I think okay. that skateboarding you learn is a pretty tough market. Uh-huh. Um, the brand uh, loyalty. Is strong. I was loyal to my skateboarding brands. So right. These right. are the good ones. These are the bad ones for right. no reason. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, opinions mm-hmm. of teenagers. Right. But uh, I, I kept it up because it's mm-hmm. fun and you learn a lot. And mm-hmm. I like to work with my hands. These are handmade skateboards okay. all through college, and um, still maintained it as a side gig. Do now. It's still an active company. Okay. okay. Um, but you know, with an interest in science, went to school in Santa Barbara for physics. Um, yeah. So, we're going to back up a little bit. You grew up in California. You were an entrepreneurial kid. Where, did that mean you were like a DNF student? Or no, were you good I, in school too and you just medium. had the entrepreneurial drive? Like what's, uh, what is there's that? No, there's no uh, Einstein or Elon Musk story. You know, B, B, <laughs> I got B's mostly. Okay. You know? okay. An A in the easy classes. Okay. C's so, in the hard classes. Yeah, good enough. Pretty average. <laughs> yeah. But that's hey, definitely B's not. slightly above <laughs> Um, I know if I got B's or C's, my parents were not happy. So B's were. I mean, if you so, if you're parenting a, somebody and mm-hmm. and what they do is school, then I think that yeah, that's probably important that they're good at school. Yeah. I yeah. think that my folks like looked at what's happening, mm-hmm. what I'm doing, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe B's are okay if you're starting mm-hmm. a skateboard company. Right. I mean, you still what's got the, the degree or exactly. diploma. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What's the goal? Okay. So, decent at school, good enough to go by, slightly above average. Mm-hmm. Then you started in the skateboarding, you get into college, and then 
you came up to Alaska while you were in college, or no, did you graduate no, I, and get a diploma? No, what, I graduated four years, got a physics degree. Took, got a physics degree? Yeah, physics. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I like physics. It's, okay. I mean, you should too. It's great. Uh, I mean, it's everything. Um, it is, right? <laughs> so, naturally, I got a job at a nuclear power plant as a nuclear engineer for just okay. out of college. They were okay. hiring, you know? I needed money, right? Okay. You call it debt and that uh-huh. kind of thing. So I moved about an hour and a half north of Santa Barbara to a town okay. called San Luis Obispo or Slo. Okay. Not uh, anything like San Luis or you know San Luis Obispo. We call it okay. Slo. Okay. Anyway, um, lived there for ten years. That took that's from two thousand two to about or sorry two thousand six to two thousand sixteen or so. Okay. Um, worked at the nuclear power plant. Sort of transitioned with that company to a part-time job in San Francisco and a part-time job in San Luis Obispo. Okay. So did a lot of like cohabiting. There. Why? Was that because you um, were starting to try to move into the entrepreneurial side? No, it was or? the opposite. Yeah. I was getting more. I was being shaped more for like, you know, boardroom business people. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Semi semi-energetic engineer okay. goes a long way yeah. in, in the field of kind of shy engineers. From you know? skateboarding guy, surfer guy, to wearing suits and ties, yeah. semi-energetic engineer. Yeah, I mean, com- yeah, and basically okay. you're, you will be chosen, selected to translate mm-hmm. what's going on at the nuclear power plant to yeah. the board of directors of the company, okay. right? So there's a pretty wide language and mm-hmm. experience gap there. There's Harvard MBAs and whatnot, and then there's PhD engineers. Right. They don't know how to talk to each other. Yeah, it's like a, your classic that's a big gap. <laughs> office space story. I, I'm a people person. Uh-huh. I talk to people. People. Yeah. But uh, no, that got a little bit boring um, yeah. in that uh, it's not challenging. Or what was challenging about it was not interesting to me. Like time management okay. and leading meetings, mm-hmm. that's not interesting. It's challenging yeah. for mm-hmm. some people. And it was challenging for me, but it didn't have like the feel goods really okay so okay i decided that it was time to leave that so day. now it's 2016 mm-hmm. nuclear physics is boring yeah. <laughs> well yeah it is i guess so now it's 2018 and you own 203 kombucha yep so i just quit and i mm-hmm. um got sold my house mm-hmm. in california yep. got in the car with my little doggy mm-hmm. and we just hit the road for canada for a couple months drove up from we actually started in slow and drove okay. through San, San Francisco where you know I have friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Washington, all the way up to um, Inuvik, actually, pretty far okay. up in, in the Yukon. Okay. You know, did that for a couple months, two, three, four months, and then made it to Alaska at the end of 2018. Was that the goal, is to kind of bebop your way up to yeah, Alaska? Or you just kind of went and... I was going to live in my truck forever. That was the goal. I had enough money. Okay. And no expenses, so that worked yeah. out pretty well. It's the surfer dude coming back to you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go back to your roots. No, but surprisingly, I didn't go for the. Uh, I didn't like road trip down to Baja or something. Mm-hmm. I wanted the. Uh, I wanted the Great North experience. Okay. So um, maybe on my off on years, that would be twenty. This is twenty nineteen now. This would be twenty seventeen. So October twenty seventeen, I finally made my way. Uh, I quit my job earlier okay. that year. Okay. Drove up to Alaska. And by October, didn't have any plans to stay here, but mm-hmm. it had gotten pretty cold, and I had a California truck, you mm-hmm. know, not very winter ready, and uh, was encouraged by a friend mm-hmm. who lived here that I should just 
hang out for a little bit, rent a cabin, and, and just live Alaska for a little bit. Okay. I had no reason not to, mm-hmm. so I got a cabin in Sutton, a dry cabin, real Alaska, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Although, the more you spend time here, like everyone's done it. Like everyone's mm-hmm. Alaskan. Like, yeah. Dry cabin is only interesting to people that outside of Alaska. don't live in Alaska. Yeah. So I did that for. Only a couple of months. This, okay. So now you're pushing the end of 2017, and I had been making kombucha my whole, you know, whatever, many years prior to that. Mm-hmm. So um, I brought, uh, when I went back down to California for a trip to like move stuff again, okay. you know, storage life. I brought back uh, my little scoby mm-hmm. and uh, took it on the plane. Actually, okay. it didn't take it on the plane, it's liquid. <laughs> and I was asking, put it in the check baggage, mm-hmm. and uh, started this scoby little kombucha operation just for myself okay. in the dry cabin. Okay. Just, you know, pailing water from the Chevron station down the street. Okay. And um, then I started to give it away mm-hmm. to some folks. I took some substitute teaching jobs here in town. Okay. Giving it to teachers. So like one two gallon batch was mm-hmm. not enough. So then there was two five gallon batches that wasn't enough. Then there was like five ten gallon batches. And then I put in two chest freezers uh, 10 kegs and a little storage water tank thing in Man. the cabin. So, okay. so it was very crowded. Yeah. Um, and it looked kind of more like mad, mad scientist. <laughs> like it was yeah. not a cabin anymore. It was certainly mm-hmm. a big chemical kombucha operation. Tubes and yep. kegs and stuff. And all just, buckets yeah. and So then I um, just officially said, I think I'm going to just make this a company that mm-hmm. seems like there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. Rented a small warehouse space around by the fairgrounds. Yep. And just went with it. I, mm-hmm. I fast tracked the, the startup phases because I had done that with the skateboarding company. Okay. Um, once, kind of twice, even that. It was revitalized, you know, just a few years ago. And yep. you know, brand. What's your brand? What's the like? What are you about? Like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just me instead of me and like five indecisive friends. So. Um, it went very fast. Okay. This is my name. This is the this easy, is the logo. Easy, this is what easy. I want to do. Here's what yeah. I what I want to produce for people. And uh, yeah, I just picked it up. And then I went into sales, like old-fashioned salesman mode, which is uh-huh. taking samples, knocking on restaurant doors, mm-hmm. getting denied, but but picking interest. Oh, what's yep. that kombucha stuff? Oh, I don't know. Let me come back again for a sample day. Right. Between I mean, basically every place in town here, mm-hmm. I hosted some sort of like non-committed let me just bring it in mm-hmm. I'll give it to your customers mm-hmm. and uh, you know and we'll see what the reaction and is. so you already had a little bit of experience you had a, already had some operation going to where you had good flavors worked out yep. and stuff like that like you were like here's, yeah. here's the good stuff yeah try it, it see if you love it correct the, the cabin was basically a testing ground okay so by the time I was ready to put a deposit down in the warehouse space mm-hmm. I had the the interest of a handful of people that would at least cover basic, basic bills if they yep. were to pick up a wholesale account. Yep. One keg a week, one keg a week, one keg a week. A few, few mm-hmm. places in town, keep it simple, just distribution model, self-distribution. Um, it, it was looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not sure, not certain, but mm-hmm. I just did, the faster I could do it, the better. Right, yeah. right, right. So one thing I definitely want to hit on before we get too far is you got here in October 2017. It's yes. crazy to see that because I got here in October 2017 yeah. as well. Cool. How many houses so sold? Just to see 
like 10 or 12 or yeah, 15. Yeah, that sounds great. Like that's, like one, that's, that's But a lot. just to see, like, from uh, that's a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. And you went from maybe I'll stay, I'm just going to get a dry cabin. Uh-huh. All of that stuff to happen in a year and a half, yeah. that's crazy fast. It is fast, <laughs> but Alaska things can happen fast. Right. Um, you know, compared to California mm-hmm. and the starting a business in California, mm-hmm. I mean, I picked up the phone, called the state of Alaska, and I said, I want a business. They gave me a different phone number. I called them. I said, okay, I want an LLC. I need a registered agent. They said, oh, that can be you. Great, that's me. A couple, you know, I mean, within within two or three days, yeah. I had an established LLC. Yeah. And um, huh. it's a single member, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's when you establish it that way, it's a little easier. Yeah. Um, but it was not a big, it wasn't too hard. Now, there, I had advantages because I sold my house, right? So, so you had the capital. I have the capital. Right. Um, I had talked to the banks anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like new business, and mm-hmm. kombucha is even a weirder business. Right. So if, in Alaska too, I'm sure. If you not. were talking to the local banks, they were. Yeah. Like we don't really know what that is. You're the only one. We don't have a model to follow. Yeah, so. but my other option was just phase approach. You can do mm-hmm. it fine. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, I can substitute teach three days a week. I can right. make kombucha in the evenings and right. mornings, and I can I can make it happen. Yeah. If you want to make it happen, I just I was going to make it happen anyway. Right. And so you were willing to put in the work. Correct. Right. Yeah. So if that was knocking on restaurants' doors, Absolutely. doing self-distribution, like whatever it took, one step at a time to make it work. And that's all how Alaska works. That you mm-hmm. know, I came from San Francisco, where it's like you can't go anywhere without overhearing somebody talking about their app that's going to change the world. Mm-hmm. But it's not changing the world. It's doing. It, I don't know what I what I what I wanted to do was have a real product, like a thing. Uh-huh. I'm making I make the thing, and then I give the thing to people, and they say that's a nice thing. Or no thanks, that thing's not for me. But it's right. a different kind of business. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the scalability uh-huh. as internet. I mean, you can only sell so many houses. Right. That's a thing. Right. Um, but it's what I what I do find rewarding. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's what I listen to a lot of the. We are Gary Vee. No. He's, no research and no business experience whatsoever. Here. <laughs> so he is a he's the entrepreneur's entrepreneur, uh-huh. and so he talks all the time about self awareness mm-hmm. and like. Everyone wants to have a new app or a new business or a new startup yeah. or a new something with $10 million funding and all this stuff. But the key behind all of it is like what makes you happy. Yeah. That's it. Like if you're making $30,000 and you love it, yeah. why do you need anything else? Like you're already happy making $30,000 doing something you love. Yeah. Like, I realized I wasn't happy doing nothing and not needing to do anything. Right. That wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Right. I did enjoy so, one quiet winter, right? I mean, it, okay. It was nice to have that refresh. Was that here in Alaska? That, yeah, that October, moving here in October, October uh-huh. and December was was a lot of good, just long nights of sleep, quiet, mm-hmm. cabin nights, yeah. just really nice. Up in Sutton, so you're not even yeah. here in traffic. No, here. no, the I wouldn't leave for the branches. It was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. But then it was time to get going. Mm-hmm. And so that even makes it more impressive because October to December you weren't doing anything. I mean, it was, just, I was subtle. So now we, I was planning. <laughs> You know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's scheming. How am I going to make it work? Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about large-scale making, you know, kombucha production. What is right. it? You know, I'm not going to hand bottle thousands of bottles. Mm-hmm. I'm also not going to buy a $300,000 machine to do it for me. So what's the in-between? Okay, that's going to be a kegging model, okay? It's going to be a kegging. What types of kegs are there? And mm-hmm. how do they operate? What are their right. pressures? Right. That little engineering experience helps, right? Definitely. You can call... Definitely. You call a company to talk about a product, and as soon as you start kind of the engineering speak, mm-hmm. they say, "Let me put you in touch with the engineer." They design the tank, and then you're saying, "Oh, here's my 
here's my situation. These are the temperatures. These are my yeah. pressures. Yeah. Is that going to work for kombucha? Mm -hmm. That's pretty helpful. Yeah. And having that background definitely. Yeah. Because on this side looking in, I would just be like, I need kegs for kombucha. Yeah. Like, that's all I know. Mm -hmm. it's tough. Give me all the answers. And, yeah. and people like to share. Huh. But you gotta, you got to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, we're, what month is it? May? Is it May? It's May, May, May 2nd. 2nd. Yeah, yesterday was May Day. Yeah. Um, so now it's May 2nd, 2019. You're in Uptown Palmer, mm -hmm. 203 Kombucha. What are you thinking now? Like, you, you've had, you've sustained a lot of growth. Are you trying to maintain that level of growth? Are you trying to spread the restaurant? Are you trying to, where's, where's the model going? It's interesting. The, the wholesale model proved successful in the year 2018 mm -hmm. in that I think there's a need for kombucha or a, an interest. I wouldn't even say it's a need, right? It's, yeah. not, it's not a need-based business. It's, this is a want. Right. So people want kombucha. That's great. Yeah. I can provide it to them, and I can do it at a price that is sustainable for me and them. So that was great. However, I learned a little bit more about Palmer during mm -hmm. that year and what this city, what is the town really about, right? Mm -hmm. I got out of the cabin. I'm going downtown. I want to eat. I want to get some coffee. I want to meet a friend or I'm going to socialize. What am I going to socialize? Right. And it... You know, through that process, it became a little more apparent that Palmer, as a city, as a community, is actually asking for more than just a new beverage. They want, they want a place. Right. And right. I'm, then I was like, oh, okay, I can make a place. Right. Um, I was going to do more of a brewery model, like, mm -hmm. come on out to my warehouse, you know, tap room where I'm making kombucha. Okay. And, and that, uh, that was the cheaper route. But after learning that people want like a you know weekly place to go hang, mm -hmm. maybe take their family, maybe meet their friends that are not drinking, um, this building happened to become available, and I just mm -hmm. said that's really the only option. Yeah, there's not a lot of places to do it, mm -hmm. and if I don't do it, someone definitely will. Because yeah. I heard a lot of talk about man, Palmer needs something. Palmer yeah. needs something. Yeah. I mean, there's the coffee so. shops you can, like Vagabond Blues, yeah. you can yeah. go to, and there's that. Totally. And then there's the breweries in the later afternoon, but that middle ground in between. Or if, I mean, yeah, just whatever it is, there's, there's, a, there now, there's another want slash need for a place to hang right. out. Yeah. It, it might be for an alcoholic drinker like me. I like beer, but maybe it's on a day I don't want to drink beer. Or right. it's during the day you want to take your family. Or right. just... It's just a different atmosphere, right? Um, we're a small business, we're not the big business. Mm -hmm. I can do whatever I want with this place. Right. I can try something weird, mm -hmm. and it doesn't work, and then that's fine. Right. We don't have much sense. I think that's the other thing, good thing that I see it in a lot of Palmer and that you're doing is every time I've walked in here, I see, like, you're the first person I see most of the time. Like, you're so active, you're you're not on the background doing it. You're, like, you're a, a small business owner. You're in here yeah. going and picking up carrots before I interview. Yeah. Like, you're doing all the things. I have two very capable part-time employees that, that are learning a lot about cooperation. Yep. But, I mean, they have to be enabled to, to do, to help me, to help them. So... That's, you know, yeah, I have to be here every day. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think you hit the nail on the head, and it's really nice to see what you guys are doing for the culture in Palmer, specifically. And I, and like I've said, and I talk to people around here, mm -hmm. my job is basically done here. Like, as far as building it, that's, that's almost as far as I could see the vision. Like, what I want to do was to get the place built, mm -hmm. and other people were coming, mm -hmm. and through conversations that we're having now and 
people that are meeting, that's going to help figure out yeah, what's coming yeah. next. Do yes. they want more kombucha? Do they want more space to hang out? Do, mm -hmm. So, and because, I don't know, just because I guess I think it's most fair mm -hmm. and just, and from what I can determine is the safest and smartest business approach is we have effective, whatever, a few weeks ago, implemented employee ownership model. So I'm glad you said that because I was yeah. going to ask you about it because I think it's, it's got to be, yeah. it's, it's not mine. Like I'm uh -huh. saying, it's not, I, I work here and they work here. Mm -hmm. So we both have to take ownership over what we do. Right. And I don't think I can pay people enough money mm -hmm. to like want to keep them here just based on their money. Maybe it's because I come from like a, you know, money is not going to, more, a little more money is not going to make you happy. If I, right. if I hire at a dollar an hour mm -hmm. more than someone else, they might stay here for a couple months. Yeah. But I don't want that, right? Yeah. I want someone to do this with me. I right. want them to feel like, oh, we need carrots. I'll get some carrots. Or, mm -hmm. oh, we'll say a little bit later today. Mm -hmm. um, that's what owners do. Yeah, they're um, invested. Exactly. They absolutely are invested. And because it's hard to start your own business with mm -hmm. your own money, I just... I got lucky with that, right? Mm -hmm. Engineers are well paid, great, you know. Mm -hmm. Got lucky with the house, sold the house, that's all yep. great. That's not my, I don't take full responsibility for that stuff, right? right? So, once you share it around a little bit, it will totally come back to me. Mm -hmm. It'll totally be a better run and happier place. They're gonna be more invested in it. They're gonna tell more people about it. It's yep. gonna just work better and like, it'll it'll grow in the right way, it won't get stale. Mm -hmm. So is that your main driver of growth? Let's, let's go into that section there. Is that just I mean, word of mouth there? I think that um, we will grow in other areas that we feel as a new business are needed. Okay. And it's probably going to be kombucha. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe we'll have satellite tap rooms. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we move this operation back to a warehouse. Okay. We have an experimental line here, and we want to serve more food. Or have a, I don't know, a, a night, a, a show venue, like an uh, indoor, I don't know, yeah. it, could, I'm, it could be anything. Yeah, um, and then, well, that's, that's what you said, too, is you're kind of letting the people decide. Like, we're letting it evolve a little naturally. Right? right, right. Because I think I can make the kombucha work to cover our experimental costs. Okay. So, let's go back just a little bit then. So, from day one, how were you, like, you opened this place or you started getting a wholesale was it just knocking on doors, or were you doing email marketing? Were you doing social media marketing? Were you like, um, what else were you doing to get your name out? No emails. Um, social media, yeah, that's good. I have okay. an experienced. I have some good photographer friends. I have some history with like how that gets you attention. Uh -huh. But satellite attention is not that helpful. Right? Right, right, people right, right. all over the world are supporting my kombucha operation in uh -huh. a small town in Palmer. Does that impact my day-to-day -day sales? Probably not so much. But if I land big, big, big clients like Keenan or Brewing Company, who, or you know, Leading Heart Brewery, who is like a personal favorite, right? Right. They will. I entrust my product in a business that is entrusted by their customers, and they'll just come to me. Absolutely. And it works. Yes. Yeah. I Those got downtown Palmer non-essentials. Huge, huge client. Probably big breakout mm -hmm. kind of wholesale client mm -hmm. the owner um, at the time totally went out on a limb I installed a large fridge multiple flavors okay. and it was just 
people Amazing. would come in there and they yeah. would be like, what is that? And I'd be sitting there saying, well, I don't know, mm-hmm. try a sample, try a yeah. sample. Yeah. And yeah. it just like, it will, it okay. excellent. So, definitely like hard-nosed entrepreneur knocking on doors. Yeah. Like that's really everything you say. Like you do have the social media, that's how I got in contact with you. Yeah, but and I mean, most you have something to tell. Like, you uh-huh. know, I, the story via social media is a fine line. You don't want, I don't want it to be mm-hmm. for information purposes. I want it to be for entertainment purposes. Okay. So, um, if I'm saying something on social media, I want you to think, oh, I'm glad he said that. Okay. Or if it's a funny yeah. photo, I want you to like, that's a funny photo. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You know? Okay. I, I don't want to blast repetitive, here's where I am. Come see me, come see me, come see me, right. come see me. Right, right, right. Because if you want to, like, you'll see, you'll hear about us eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's just the way I'm doing it. It seems okay. a little more lax, uh-huh. but I think it's more fun. I think social media for our business is more about fun, right? Um, and you know, being being weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, based on the model you were talking about, though, and then trying to be that, adding to the culture of Palmer like you're doing. I think yeah. that's it. Makes sense that that's the route that you take with social media. Like, Correct. not 100% sales. Not like try this new flavor. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come yes. here. Come here. But just kind of like this is who we are and this is what we're doing and like, what do you think that people cool want to see when they open their Instagram account like right. what do they really want to see about this company right. if there's a flavor that that hasn't been on in a really long time or something and it mm-hmm. is kind of newsworthy that's what I think is this newsworthy uh-huh. you know when we cooked our first avocado toast I looked at it I'm like this is pretty newsworthy it's, <laughs> it's also just so so Instagram right yeah. food it's yeah. kind of like come on stack. avocado toast I know it's like you not love exactly. it exactly <laughs> exactly but I'm He's got to be. He's got to be delicate with that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and try to make it fun. I like it. Yeah. And so, are you on Instagram? Yeah. You are on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, and any of the other ones? LinkedIn, Snapchat. Um, no. TikTok. <laughs> There's a million out there. No, and nothing else. Um, okay. Facebook is maybe even fading out. I can't tell. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Alaska is a different thing. But there's more space confusion in Alaska of different age groups than there was in San Francisco. You know, no but, doubt, yeah. So they, you know, I, I used to buy stuff on Craigslist, now I buy stuff on Facebook. Yep. Um, but, you know, there, there's got to be, I think when you start the business, you've got to determine what is the lowest hanging fruit, mm-hmm. maybe go for it, but, um, you know, be fun and creative. Right? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. If, if it's easy, Facebook, I don't know. We'll see what happens with your stuff. Yeah. So... Wrap it up real quick. We're probably at 20 minutes, and sure. What do you have coming up? Do you have events coming up? Do you have just coming to the room? Do you have new flavors? Like, what's yeah? We've got what's the we've, new thing. We I've been I feel like a broken record when I say it, but like I'm just we our batch sizes are are bigger now. Yeah, and finally That's what this after is. I know finally after <laughs> you know Alaskan reality, which is you can't mm-hmm. you can't do roofing when there's snow. You can't. There's minor things that we needed to get done mm-hmm. that I did not foresee as like a, a newbie to the state mm-hmm. that it was part of the operation. Yeah. You know, when the ground freezes, you can't do certain things. There's mm-hmm. no one in the roof, you can't do it. So, anyway, yeah. now that we're at our Exactly. Yeah. We're in our season, our bat sizes are up, our flavors will be maintained longer. So, we're going to get back up to our, we want to have the, you know, six or seven options. Okay. Kind of thing. Okay. And um, we're working on some collaborative events with local, local businesses. Okay. Nothing newsworthy right now mm-hmm. basically just yeah. come in on a day and just hang out with us so when those are newsworthy how do people figure out we'll be on the Facebook 
Facebook will be where we can make really clear announcements for an, an event. Um, but we're trying also the repetitive, the, the cyclic model. So Wednesdays are trivia. Every Wednesday is trivia. Okay. If you don't make it to a Wednesday, just come to the next Wednesday. Yeah. So, and Thursdays, we want to have a fun record game night. We want to okay. come play a vinyl, listen to our vinyls, come hang yeah. out. And Friday, we got open mic. So, Wednesday, right. Thursday, Friday, it's all about 6 o'clock to, uh, to question mark. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't make one, just come to the next one. So, we did okay. a little bit of kind of Facebook stuff for that. Mm -hmm. Now, we're kind of just letting it word of mouth spread that. Okay. Okay. So the new things on Facebook, and then you'll let the word of mouth as they develop, right? Yeah. You're not going to put every Wednesday that's trivia night. Nope. Like now that people know about trivia night, nope. now it's just going to spread organic. Yep, and it's okay. It's that's how it should be. I, th yeah. I feel like that's the most natural. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the surfing, yeah, I can see it. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Well, is there anything else that I didn't ask or say that you wanted? Your last little stick. I mean, just come tell me your ideas. I mean, you got something interesting to say about the space or the way you decorated it or you have a flavor option or you're a kombucha connoisseur or whatever okay. just let me just come talk to me I'm here perfect so any ideas or favor things come talk to you yeah, sure let's do it shoot a DM on Instagram stuff sure. like that however they want to reach yeah. out just, you, know, you want the ideas of the people exactly yeah. <laughs> there you go perfect cool. alright man yeah. I appreciate you doing this pleasure that's it thanks till next time till next time